0: You're listening to Unspoken Chats, a podcast where we share stories and different topics that often go unspoken. Let's chat. All right, welcome back. Hello. How are you all?
1: It's episode 10. Mm,
0: little milestone for us.
1: I know, I can't believe we made it.
0: This far at least. Hi, Pharaoh. Hi, puppy. <laughs> you happy? It's 10 episodes.
1: Pharaoh's so happy.
0: mm He's a bit of a dog though.
1: He actually loves these couches. He comes in regularly and mm. sleeps on them.
0: Yeah, for those listening and not watching, Ferris just come into the room. He's checking up, seeing what we're up to. Yep. Yeah, so.
1: So we've been thinking maybe we'll do monthly updates on how we're going.
0: Oh, on us, yeah, on our stories or whatever.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um, and also... We are so open. Our DMs are open. So if you do want to come on, please let us know. This will only continue, you know.
0: And thanks to those that actually have come forward as well. It's like yeah, it it's good to know that people are – it's getting to people. Yeah. Um, And some of their stuff is like inspiring for us
1: or – 100%, yeah. And the feedback we get after we, you know – uh, release an episode with a guest it's always really great feedback like especially with your one with anthony mm. um the mental health stuff in males is just not spoken about enough
0: yeah it's massive
1: um and i I feel like especially in the footy industry like it doesn't really get spoken about
0: uh, I think yeah well traditionally no but it's gotten it, better yeah it's starting to become a thing
1: yeah that's really good um, yeah. Like teammates checking in on each other and stuff.
0: Yeah, well, I guess it's that that too, but it's more like, I guess, as a whole, it's pushed organization, believe, if that makes sense, like that. Yeah, that's really good. It's a, becoming a focal point from the top, like yeah. from the big leagues. And then I guess that's slowly filtering down.
1: I know for education, it's been like huge... The mental health aspect But I think COVID had a really big impact Yeah Like you're seeing a lot of youth going through struggles From the effects of the pandemic
0: mm. It's a lot of readjusting
1: Yeah Talking about readjusting I feel like we've had to readjust with our family
0: Yeah, a new member
1: We have a new family member We do His name is Raphael. He's my beautiful nephew. Mm. Um, My sister delivered and I couldn't be happier for Nadine Anthony. He's the most precious boy ever. Um, Apart from Leon.
0: And me. (laughs) And you, of course.
1: (laughs) Um, He's just so cute. He, when I first saw him, I saw Leon because me and my sister, we create very hairy babies. He's got a full head of hair and so did Leon. And, you know, we're sisters so we obviously got the same vibe. Um,
0: I don't know. I, don't, I, I still don't see it.
1: You don't see Leon in him?
0: No. I'd like, Is it just the hair? It's just a baby with hair. Like He's
1: yeah. so cute though.
0: He's a very cute baby.
1: Um, yeah. I haven't seen him for like the last... Two or three days because I've got a little bit of a cough and I'm very OCD. Like if I'm not feeling 100%, I'm not putting him in arm's length or whatever. Is it arm's length? I don't know. Arm's way? What's the thing when arms you're like… Arm's way? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not going to put him in… Um. <sighs> I'm
0: not going to risk the biscuit.
1: Yes. Thank you. Um… And Nadi's been sending me pictures and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, he's grown so much in three days. He's so cute. Mm. Um, obviously, it's really challenging for me and you. There's no doubt yeah. about it. Like, it, it is what it is. Mm. Um, it's really, really hard to see, like, a newborn very close to us in the family. Mm. Um, but it's – I – So it's like two different things, right? When I'm with Raph, and I also call him Tutti because he's so cute. When I'm with him, I just want to hug him and like hold him. And I'm just enjoying him, right? Yeah. But then when I come home and I don't have a baby or I'm not hearing a baby cry or anything like that. it's when it hits. It hits me ten times harder that I actually don't have Leon. um, And I'm a mourning mum. Mm-hmm. And I think that was re- like that at the start was a really hard balance because it's like, I want to be there every second and I want to help my sister and I want to enjoy this. And then, but as soon as I get home and home is quiet, it really, really affects my mental health. Um, so it was kind of like hard for the first couple of weeks to find the balance. How about you?
0: Yeah, I guess slightly similar. I haven't really, I guess, been around Ruff as much as you because I've been at work or been busy. Um, But yeah, it's hard. It's it's an awkward one. Yeah. 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 He's a very precious little baby.
1: Yeah. Oh, the family, like.
0: He's got his mum's feet.
1: He has his dad's feet. They look like little pickles. Sorry, Anthony. They're so cute though. I've never wanted to kiss a baby's foot that much. Mm. Obviously, when I had Leon, I didn't, um, I don't know why I was very, um, and other mums that have had stillbirths tell me that they felt the same. I didn't know what I could and couldn't do with him. Yeah. So like my biggest regret is not kissing him. Um, like, you know, anywhere on his body I didn't kiss. I just, like, touched his cheek and his hands.
0: You're in, obviously, a, a a completely different, I guess, world emotionally, physically. Yeah. You've just delivered a baby. You'd, you've delivered a baby knowing that your baby's not alive. Mm-hmm. So it's not on you to be in the right mind space. I know. I just wish
1: know? I kissed him, you know. Like, I just... Mm. But one thing that you did... T- um, Like We kissed the coffin mm. And that in a way like You know Got to kiss some part mm. Yeah
0: Give him a kiss goodbye
1: Yeah But um That's one thing I really regret Not knowing to kiss him But yeah anyways Like seeing um, Raph's feet and stuff like that Like Um Yeah They're just so cute So um Yeah that's been That's That's like the biggest thing that's kind of happened in this last month. We've been blessed with a nephew. Um, A lot of our friends have had babies this month as well.
0: This past week I think I've seen maybe five or six babies posted on social media.
1: Yeah, I think six. Yeah. Yeah. Six posted but seven that we know about. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then... I've seen a couple of like, announcements and stuff like that. It's, like, it's all around you. It is. Yeah. It's
1: all, and it's our age group, right? Yeah. So, like, when I was pregnant, there was, like, a lot of my friends were pregnant at the same time. And now they're all having their babies.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like when we, oh, when you fell pregnant with Leon, not many people were pregnant yet.
1: No, they weren't.
0: So, like, when we announced it, not many other people were announcing it. And then maybe a month or a few weeks later then we found yeah. out about a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. And that's where we're at now. <laughs> yeah. So all of them are having their babies now.
1: Yeah. Um, Which I know this is going to sound like, I don't know if it sounds bad to say, but I've kind of like held my breath until I found out that the baby's okay mm. and like the mum's okay.
0: Yeah. It's It's this
1: other level of anxiety. Like every time I pray when I go to bed, my mind goes straight to like the mums and the babies because I'm like, please, God, just let them have their happy ending. Let the baby be okay. Hmm. You just don't want anyone to experience what we've experienced.
0: Yeah, of course not.
1: But it, it like without saying not to sound we're not envious or jealous. We're not those types of people, but it is hard.
0: Yeah, it's hard to see it but it in a weird way gives us joy as well. Correct, yeah. Like it's good for us to see the happy endings.
1: Yes, because then we're like, oh, that can happen. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've got a bit of a cough. Yeah. But yeah, so um, we have been talking to each other about our emotions a lot. Um. But we also are on wait lists to see a psychologist
0: that's yeah it's the red nose it's an organization called Red nose it's it was passed on to us through the, the Mercy. Hosp, yeah through the hospital when obviously when it all happened and there's just a long wait list yeah just to get there's
1: on. a lot of parents
0: yeah and I think they they um, they specialize yeah they specialize in I guess grieving parents. Yeah, I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So this one would be like a family counselling. So Ange and I would attend together. Um, And then I've also registered, still on the wait list, registered for um, Mums Matter Psychology. Um, And they specialise in mum grief with, I think, you know, a bunch of things but one thing that they specialize in is still worth. Yeah. And then that transition in if you are thinking of having a child and you know helping them through the next pregnancy because obviously not obvious but I'm assuming I'll be very anxious if oh, I was course. to get pregnant. I on whether or not it's going to be yeah,
0: what's going to happen.
1: What the outcome's going to be.
0: I think the hardest thing will be once you start to feel movements oh. and then when you're don't, when you not feeling them, when you think you should be feeling them, I think that's going to probably be the biggest test.
1: I'll probably be monitoring a lot.
0: Hmm. So you should.
1: I was with him yeah. and I didn't even need to. Fair enough. Do you know what I mean? You
0: have access to it, you might as well do it. It's better, yeah. better to be safe.
1: Toy is better to be safe. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, Ange did something to honor our boy. Do you want to talk about that? You can. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Um, do you want to show it? What? The tattoo.
0: The little one.
1: Our dear friend Sarah. Um, designed and tattooed and It's a little lion and on his paws it says Leon, Ali, and then Owen on the other side. Um, And it was kind of like taken from... So if... I don't know if we've ever posted this, but we had a baby shower and as our thank you gifts Little for Bomboneri. Our, yeah, Little Bomboneri was a... Lion candle because we already knew his name,
0: mm.
1: so we're like kind of playing tricks on people because no one, no one guessed it, was it. a little bit of a hint. Yeah, a little bit of a hint. No one picked up on.
0: Yeah, in the baby shower we had like <coughs> a, um, <clears throat> like a little game, like a little questionnaire thing where you could fill out questions like, what do you think the baby's name's gonna be, or little things like that, like all the other stuff. Color
1: of his eyes because yeah. you've got green, I've got brown. Um How much he would weigh. Yeah.
0: Just little stuff like that. It's like a little Just fun game. Just a fun game, game. Yeah.
1: yeah. I've still got all the answers. Yeah. Some of them put some really good names down but we already knew his name.
0: Yeah. No no one picked Leon.
1: No one picked Leon, no. And no one picked the second name that we had. Mm. Um, so, yeah. um, And then Sarah designed it off the candle and also it was Here Comes the Sun. That was the theme. And there was like sunflowers and stuff. And Leon had like really curly hair. And anyways, she made the hair the main like really crazy and curly yeah. and cute. Um, I love it. Originally you wanted it on a different well, part of your body. I was going to
0: get it on my forearm originally.
1: Yeah. But
0: someone said no.
1: Why did I say no? I
0: don't know. Because you said it would make you sad every time you see it.
1: Yeah, because it was like bang in my face, you know. That's nice because it can be seen but not seen. And also when you put your arm down, it touches your heart.
0: Mm. look at you. Big thinker. Yeah. Nah, it is, it's a nice spot. It's tucked away.
1: Yeah. It's a nice spot. Mm. Did you feel emotional getting it? Yeah,
0: I wouldn't say emotional. Well, I don't know. I can't really remember.
1: Are you joking?
0: No, nah. oh my
1: god! On the way to getting the tattoo, yeah. Do you remember the signs, or do you just remember the one?
0: I remember the last, the street we parked in.
1: The car that was in front of us. No. Nah. Leon's electrician.
0: Lion. Was it lion's
1: electrician?
0: Leon. Sure, it was lion. Leon. Okay, <laughs> Leon.
1: The French spelling with the Y. But that's
0: no, that was the street name. Street name was Leon yeah, with a Y. Yes, I know. And then I'm pretty sure it was Lion Electrician because it had the line on it. So.
1: Anyways, we got, we got three, um, three. What's gonna call it? Signs. Signs from our boy that day on the way to get the tattoo. Mm. So that really. What was um, the third one? I saw one eleven somewhere. Oh. Nice. He was born one eleven. Um, but yeah, I feel like that was, it's always nice when we get blessed with those signs.
0: Mm.
1: I've been getting them a lot lately.
0: Yeah, it gets to the point it's like, am I looking for them?
1: I was thinking the exact same thing.
0: Or are they real?
1: So I used to, I don't know if you know this, towards the end of the pregnancy, I used to play the Lion King soundtrack to him all the mm. time. Because you know how it calms me down. <laughs> it does, it calms me down. Anyways... And The Lion Sleeps Tonight was a song that I used to play, with, play to him all the time and I was really, really missing him a couple of days ago and I walk into house. Mind you, I don't need to go into house. I don't know why I was walking in there. And then the song came off. When you crying? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Before, like before walking in?
1: Yeah. I'm crying all the time. I think that's just normal. I don't think i missed a day of crying.
0: No, I think you had one.
1: One? Yeah. Oh. Yay. <laughs> um, yeah, our reality is um it's pretty tough. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't like social settings anymore.
0: Yeah. They're a bit <coughs> it's a bit hit and miss. Mm. I don't know if it's the setting itself, it's a company or what, like what it is. It's like you kind of feel – it's like you feel people uneasy.
1: Yeah, like they don't know how to talk to us. Uh, yeah. But then at the same time, they're probably just like
0: – But then again, like that could also be in our heads as well. 100%,
1: yeah. yeah. <coughs> Sorry. It's okay. Um, i forgive you. Thanks. Now, nah, social settings are a challenge for me um, personally because I feel like I try to be G'd up and I try to be in that environment. But if I'm having a bad day prior, like just say for, for something so stupid, but I saw a TikTok the other day of a like 11-year-old boy singing to his mum with so much love and joy and in the song he was saying how much he loves his mum and adores his mum. That one TikTok sent me for like four hours, hyperventilating, crying on the couch, wouldn't get up. I was like, nah, never going to get this. Like Leon's gone. He's never going to be able to sing to me, his mum. Like it was just I've come to terms with her. I think I need to get off TikTok.
0: I think you do too.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I cry all the time.
0: I don't know how you always manage to set your TikTok algorithm to give you some either baby TikToks, like sad stuff.
1: IVF journeys. Yeah. Like everything to do with motherhood, getting pregnant, stillbirths, everything you can think of is on my TikTok. And mind you... When everything happened with Leon, I started a new TikTok because before it was like, what do you do when your kid's one month old? What do you do when your kid's two months old? Like so I could prep myself or like labor prep. And it's just gone back. I've started saying not interested.
0: Oh, yeah. That's smart. So
1: all the baby stuff. So fingers crossed. Mm. Or just get off it.
0: I'm more curious about this not interested stuff. See if it actually works.
1: We can try. Yeah. I'll keep you guys updated. Yeah,
0: let me know. And might need a cry tally. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, we touched on footy quickly, but maybe mm. you can talk about coming going back, starting pre-season. How's it going for you?
0: Um. At the start, like it was a bit ref- like it was refreshing to get back out there and be training and stuff so it's good when you're out there when you're working like working training a lot of it your mind's kind of focused so it kind of takes your mind off i guess the real world at times sometimes you can lapse back in or whatever um so that stuff's good had the like our first little bit of like game simulations like it was an intra-club match mm. last week which was good like I felt I was going okay like playing well when I was in the game I was really I was focused I was switched on like and then I got subbed out for a little bit of it and then one of the guys there has his son that comes around and he's always he always runs around he's like looks for his dad gets him water and Aww. I don't I don't know why uh, just coming off seeing that sent me. Yeah. So, I don't know, like I had to have a little bit of a time out, find a little corner or something out there just to get it all out.
1: Did you cry on the field?
0: I was, Not on the field, Yeah. But did you cry at footy? A little bit. And then, yeah, by the time that all happened... Kind of got a little bit, enough composure. Mm. The next quarter started. I was back on the ground. But anyone know? Oh, not, I don't know. Don't think so.
1: Yeah. That's really like. It's hard, like obviously for you to go through that, right? But hearing that as your wife, like, I just always imagined getting him like a baby jersey and putting like Sidham on the back mm. and 34 and like surprising you and one of the games with him wearing it. Mm. And like, you know, we would have been there every single game. Like I'm, I'm a massive, massive Ange fan. I'm there every game. Well, not not through my pregnancy. On the really cold yeah. days and when it's raining, I didn't go. It's
0: fair but enough. It's a bit windy out at Wollong
1: Yeah. I tend to watch... A lot of your games, um, and we've been talking about this early days, like before we were even married. Like, oh, I'd always come down with the kids one day mm. and stuff like that. And you know, like when I was pregnant and I was gumming around the games, like the mums of the the players or even like the players' misses, they obviously saw me very pregnant. And like, you just get excited. You see, everyone bring their kids and the and the and the wives and the mums are there cheering on, like, the players. And I just remember asking, like, one of the mums, like, how are you okay with your son playing? Because, like, I was thinking, like, one day when Leon plays, like... Yeah. I'll bloody lose my mind if, you know, he got injured because I lose my mind when you get injured. So, yeah. Yeah. It's completely understandable.
0: Like, don't get me wrong, it's, like, I I love seeing it. Like, yeah the the guys that have their kids there and they get them involved and, like, it's, so they, nice. it's it's like you can see it's like the kids are having the best time in life. Like, you know that that kid is looking forward to whatever, like, come to that session or, like, a Saturday for game day. Yeah. Like, you know, like, that's making their week. Yeah. So, like, yeah. But obviously.
1: You can't help when your grief strikes. Yeah. And it's not like you're looking at their family and thinking, you know, it's you're just thinking this is what I could have had.
0: Yeah, it's like because you've obviously throughout all of it you picture yourself in that situation. Like yeah. It's it's natural. Everyone visualises some sort of future or whatever it may be.
1: Yeah. I think we always forget we have to like let go and let God He's probably the hardest thing to do in in life.
0: Mm.
1: And like when people say he's got a better plan or he's.
0: Yeah, sucks to hear it.
1: It really sucks to hear that. And it also I really don't like, well, not that I don't like, but it just triggers me when people say like, oh, God gives, you know, the strongest people these trials and tribulations. It's like, I don't want to be strong. I'm okay to be weak in his eyes <laughs> so I don't get any more. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty much pretty.
1: Yeah, but I'm glad you're back because I feel like when you're back at training and stuff, you're, you know, it's it's normal.
0: Yeah, it's routine. Us. It's routine. Uh, it's been good and like we've had... Getting like we've got a good routine with Jim as well.
1: Jim is, is keeping me sane.
0: Yeah.
1: I love our gym so much. We both train at Body Lab in Epping, and it is such a good community and group of people. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's definitely like it's a good bunch to be around.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, I've been training, which is great. Um slowly getting back to my pre-baby weight. Hitting yeah.
0: some PBs.
1: Yeah, hitting some PBs. Um, trap bar, how much did I do? Wasn't it? 70? 70. 70 trap bar. Trap
0: bar deadlift.
1: Not bad. Good size. I
0: no.
1: don't know what my squat bar. Did we even do one?
0: No, we didn't do squats. I
1: really wanted to do that. Yeah. Anyways, next
0: one. Yeah, we'll tell them next, uh, next testing day.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're kind of like I'm focusing on my health a lot. Um, with what happened uh, with my liver and stuff, there's obviously like more testing that they got. It's not as, you know, it's not like I just gave birth and that was it and like I recovered straight away and everything's good. Thankfully, I recovered from like birth, but internally, um, I still need to do testing for my liver, which has been challenging. Not the actual test; the tests are blood tests, so they're fine.
0: Just mentally challenging. Yeah. But yeah, it's another what another step in the road, or yeah. But um, yeah.
1: So just. You know, focusing on our health, both of us collectively.
0: Yeah, just trying, to eat, trying to eat a bit healthier. Yeah. Just move a bit more.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you want to talk about me going a bit crazy yeah. last week?
0: So no, it was. Well, <coughs> it was two weeks ago. Oh, was it? It was. I reckon it was just. Yeah, it would be two weeks ago. Okay. Because we only given us, um we didn't give it enough time for what. what yes, just, two weeks. Yeah. yeah, so I think it was yeah late Jan. Sarah put a foot down. I think.
1: I was reading a book.
0: Yeah, she was reading a book about
1: called Elements: The trans- Transgression, No mm. Transgression mm. of Elijah. Anyways, epic, epic, epic book. Continue. Sorry.
0: Right. So in this book, um, Elijah goes to. Something happens in his life. He goes through tribulations and he goes to Egypt, essentially. And for those that aren't aware or didn't know that, we went to Egypt last year. Um, We got to visit like my family and then we got to visit some monasteries and some some other pretty cool places.
1: Really, really cool places like old ancient churches.
0: Yeah. And there was this one monastery or ancient church that Sarah really fell in love with um, just outside of Cairo.
1: Dear Buttermose. Yep.
0: <laughs> and she's just always, she just loved it. She just keeps talking about wanting to go back, wanting to go back.
1: But... You, like, I don't know if anyone remembers, when I was delivering Leon, that's all I could picture was Dare Bademurse. Yeah. I pictured myself sitting where I was sitting when we originally went, like near the altar. I was right in front of the altar and I just pictured myself there while I was pushing him out.
0: Yeah. So, and I think a little bit mixed in with... uh, we'll touch on a bit later, is about you going back to work yeah. soon. Yeah. So Sarah goes back to work I think.
1: In, in a, a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, mm. something like that. Um, So she was having a little bit of a panic saying, thinking, that's it. We've got to go back. I've got to go back to Egypt before I go back to work. Needs to be done.
1: To the point where my passport expired when we came back from America and I paid 500 and something dollars so I could get it in two days. Express. Express. And I was calling them, making sure it was coming. Got the flights organised, not paid, just organised. Got accommodation, planned out the itinerary roughly.
0: Pretty much it was all set out.
1: It was all set out. It was going to be like a 10K trip, maybe a bit more.
0: For And it would have only been a two-week trip if that.
1: Made Ange get approval from his boss, which he did get. And then there was something in my gut that was saying, maybe you shouldn't go. But I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I want to go. Yeah. And then what would you do? What did I do? You told me to message.
0: Did I tell you? Or You
1: You told me to. You're okay. like, double check with him. So our two priests um, were overseas and he's like, just message and see like what he thinks about us going to oh, Egypt. Yeah, just have a chat with him. Just have a chat. Anyways, he's what? in Egypt. I have no clue what the time frame is. Yeah,
0: so they're on a trip in Egypt now. They've got a youth trip in Egypt. Yeah. Taking some, I guess, some youth there. Anyways, and then you've messaged him.
1: I've messaged him at like 7pm at night. But I don't really know the time difference in Egypt. Like, so I didn't expect a message back or anything. Anyways, the like our priest, he messaged me back saying, can I call you? And I was like, yeah, of course. Anyways, the moment I heard his voice, I just started crying. Because, I don't know. You know when those people are just warm? Hmm um and he's like what's going on whatever and then I told him look I'm how I'm feeling and how I just feel like I need to go to this monastery to be with like you know I need to be in silence with God and I just I feel like I need to do a lot of soul searching and then he just said um God is everywhere you don't need to go to this he's like by all means do what you want like I'm not telling you not to do this but God is everywhere. You don't need to go to a monastery um, like across the world just to be with God. And then he also made a very valid point saying because he knows like when it when I came back from America and Mexico, it. um,
0: Like you're still feeling it, but it puts it to the side a bit.
1: Yeah. Leon's grief gets louder. Mm. If that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, because it's almost on. It's not on pause, in a sense where it's like you're still feeling it, but you're so distracted at the same time because you're doing so yeah. much.
1: But I also think every month that goes past, it's like the volume gets put up a little bit more. Mm. And people think the volumes are getting put down because, like, you're, you're healing. Yeah, it's grief's not like that. Well, for for me, anyways, it's actually getting harder. Um. Anyways, and he's like, when you came back, like you know, it it hits you harder when you come back to reality. He's a very smart man, a very wise man, and I think he knows me very well. So that phone call put me at ease knowing that I don't need to go. It's kinda erratic booking it and going for two weeks. Mm. So instead we're moving houses.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, no, nah, that was already, there. Was it was in the plans to get out of this house but it's just been really triggering being in this mm. house, that's all.
0: Yeah, I think firstly with the trip, it's more when we're away, it's not too bad but when we get back to reality. Ten times. It just hits. Yeah. Hits again. Um And then especially when you say like this house, when you come back to this house, it's all the memories of that year. Yeah. Or however long it was, nine months or whatever it was with him. Yeah. Leading up to it and you've visually planned it all. Mm.
1: Like this room I can see all of his baby yeah. stuff in. Or the other night when I, switched, um, I sat up in the bed and then I remembered... Like that was the exact same position mm. that I felt him kick the last time. It's just hard. I'm really excited for a new beginning, though.
0: Yeah, it'll be good to get a just a new environment. Yeah, be handy.
1: Yeah, very. Um, but yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, we touched on it before. Going back to work.
1: Yes. Um, excited, nervous, scared. Scared to bump into people that don't know.
0: You had lunch last week?
1: Yeah, I had a lunch. Um, That was really nice. But I had a panic attack. Not because of the people. Like I work with really great people. Actual building. Um, I don't know why. It really triggered me. Going into the office. Um... A lot of memories of me being pregnant in that office, waddling around making my breakfast. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's hard.
0: Be good though. Once you're back, I think.
1: Yeah, I think routine um, will help me a lot.
0: Yeah, first I reckon the first month will be a little bit finding I'll be your so feet. Tired. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait for that. You're nice when you're tired, it's okay.
1: <laughs> oh, well, you wanted to marry me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so what have I been doing in the in the time that I'm still on maternity leave? I am a massive swimmer. Anyone that knows me knows if it's a hot day, I'm either going to the pool or the beach. Um, so we've been going... It's actually really cute. We've been going to the dog beach with Pharaoh. Yeah. Taken he a loves of it.
0: Just out at Port Melbourne. But I don't know about it now because the showers and his feet.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. So you tell, you tell.
0: No, just those that know <coughs> like the common beaches that in, in Melbourne or the easiest accessible ones aren't the nicest, I guess. And... And you can imagine the ones that they dedicate to be dog beaches are going to be probably the least, I guess. Nice. Uh, nice, yeah. Probably not the best out of that lot as well. So it's not a bad beach, but it's just the sand there is full of broken shells that are sharp, so it's not.
1: It's essentially, if anyone's been to Europe, you know how you've got the rocks everywhere and it hurts your feet to step on it? It's like that, but broken shells instead. Yeah. So it really hurts.
0: So he, when he's there, he loves it. Like he's obsessed. Yeah, there's you wouldn't know, um, but then like the next day or whatever, you, he you can see him licking at his paws or like in the crevices is like little micro cuts or whatever, and I don't know, it just gets a bit. Last time we go. saw,
1: there was a shell, like a broken shell, stuck in it. Yeah.
0: So, but he loves it. He he could not care less.
1: Yeah, but you know like Safety Beach, how they've got the dog beach. Dog section, yeah. Dog section, that's nice, that's just sand.
0: That is, but it's also all the way in Safety Beach. Yeah,
1: and this has just been like a a night thing. Yeah, it's a half an an hour drive. Yeah, we've gone for a night swim with him and stuff.
0: So, it have been good.
1: Yeah, so I've been, and you know, when Angie's at work and stuff, um, I've been going, sometimes I went to like Northcote pools or Oak Park pools or just pools in general. But the other day I went to North Kapoor's, um by myself and during the day, like I'm, I already mentally prepare myself to see some mums because yeah, it's a good day. It. They're going to take their toddlers out or their babies out. Um, I expect it. But what are the odds that on this particular day I'm in the water, four mums, And four babies around the four-month to five-month-old
0: like, mark mark
1: jump in the water right next to me. And all the mums... And the reason why I know that they are four to five months is because they were mentioning how old their babies were. They were standing right next to me. And how they're, you know, finally getting their body back and, you know, they're just complaining about motherhood. And I... Look... I take my heart off to mums because I could imagine how much of a struggle it is. But as a mum that's grieving that would love to be tired, it's really, really hard to hear. Um, It was just really hard to see those babies around what Leon's age would be. Um, So I just, like, got myself out of the water and I was like, you know, just read your book, like you're fine, you're safe kind of thing and it just kept getting to me and I'm really upset with myself for letting it get to me because I'm so happy for those mums and those babies. I think it was just like sometimes it's a bit too much.
0: I think it's okay to take yourself out of an uncomfortable environment. Like It's not something you should really be upset about.
1: Yeah, but like. I know better. Better than what? Like as in like as a Christian, like I know better to, I don't know.
0: But You haven't done anything wrong. You've just, you've been uncomfortable. You're in a situation and you've just removed yourself from it. You didn't make a scene. You didn't, I don't know, abuse them or say anything to them or make them feel uncomfortable.
1: No, I would never.
0: Exactly. So you haven't done anything wrong. wouldn't say...
1: I think I'm more frustrated myself for letting it get to me.
0: But things will get to you. It's how it is. Like it's it's life.
1: I just wish like there was a way of I don't know, coping with this better.
0: I guess that ties back into the waiting list. Yeah. And maybe they have the answers.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's ever gonna get easier.
0: Time will tell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. have to find humour in it. Eh?
0: Yeah. What else are you gonna find?
1: Um but yeah.
0: Hmm
1: Anything else you wanna add before we wrap it up?
0: I don't know. Anything you wanna add?
1: Probably just um this podcast is Obviously, it's beautiful and I'm enjoying it, but it can be really difficult to be this vulnerable. Like, sometimes I think about, like, how people perceive us on the podcast, if they think we're fine because we're able to talk about it, but then at the same time, like, do they think we're really struggling? Like, I think I need to stop worrying about what people think and just... Know that for the bigger picture we're doing this to honour Leon and help other people go through what we're going through.
0: Yeah. Not just what we're going through as well, just help them go through whatever they're going through.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because well, everyone's got their own story. No one's going to have the same one. It's going to be slightly different, but there's always going to be that little bit of similarities. Yeah. That'll help that next person get over the hump. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I just... I struggle with being vulnerable.
0: You've always... But you've always struggled... Not I wouldn't say struggled, but you've always shied away from being like in like social media or...
1: Yeah, I'm the... I was that type of person that would post and delete.
0: You are? No, no you've been I better. i
1: better... Come on, man. I've improved. No, I just get really... I don't know why I care what... I don't know why I let people, oh, I don't know. Affect you. I don't know why I, I worry. I don't even know what I'm saying. What are you saying? I don't like caring what people think. Yeah. But it's hard to stop your mind going there when you're sharing something so vulnerable. Yeah, Of course. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. But well, I guess it's it it helps in a sense,
1: like push my boundaries yeah. or helps others
0: oh, both it shows that you're pushing through something that's that's hard, so it might give someone that confidence or that little edge to push through whatever there is <coughs> they're going through and helps you i guess grow with whatever it is, mm. I don't know. I'm just waffling.
1: Yeah. Um, I think fortnightly uploads might be better as well. Depends. Depending, depending on like content. Like if people want to come on. Yeah. Um, we'll put more episodes out, but it's been a bit quiet on the DMs lately. Yeah, definitely. So feel free to let us know if you want to be a part of unspoken chats.
0: Yeah, don't be shy. Jump on. Have a yeah. chat.
1: Yeah. Have a chat. Have a chat, mate. Look at me. I'm being vulnerable. You can do it too. Yeah,
0: look at her. <laughs> nah. Should be good. All right, can we wrap it up, yeah?
1: Yeah. Thanks, guys.
0: All right. Thanks. Bye. See you. Bye.